0: I'm Christina, and I'm Megan, and and this this is the the Aftermath of sex. Sex. Welcome to another episode of Birth Adventures. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, so we have been really pleasantly surprised by the amount of people who are lis- who listen to the first Birth Adventures episode. Like, people are really loving it.
1: And I had somebody tell me that they LOL'd a lot. Yes. Which really made my heart sore because I just want people to enjoy it yeah. so much because I do. And man...
0: I know. It's amazing how many people want to listen to other women's experiences through their birth adventures. It's really cool.
1: And they're wanting more. Yeah,
0: exactly. But we don't have all the birth adventures, so we need more. We
1: need more. So if you had a story, actually, I should rephrase and say, if you've had a human (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. Because you have a story.
1: (laughs) Send in your story because we want to share it with other women and help empower them.
0: And they can be all over the spectrum of experiences. They can be sad. They can be happy. They can be challenging, empowering. Like we all have our own personal unique story that we want to share with everybody. And, you know, there's great value in hearing other women's stories absolutely send them to us
1: yes send them to us and thank you so much for listening to us and making this dream of ours kind of come to fruition it's been really really exciting it has been
0: really really exciting yeah okay well let's just dive right into it we have four birth adventures for you today yay okay this first one is from one of our colleagues and friends chelsea my birth story was as movie-esque as it comes. My water broke at 5.30 a.m. from what I thought was actually just pee at first. I got up, went to the bathroom, and got back in bed thinking I just peed myself, which is quite common. It's very common. Yeah. Everybody thinks that. Yeah. We're going to have a whole episode about <laughs> you know pee versus amniotic fluid, so it'll be a good time. Um, about 15 minutes later, I felt another gush, thinking, why do I keep peeing myself? <laughs> it's not <laughs> no pee, it's Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> the labor nurse in me was thinking, I could have just had my water break. But to be sure, I slipped on a pad and went and laid down on the couch my worst fear would have been showing up to the hospital and finding out I had just peed myself <laughs> a nurse, not knowing if her water broke or not. I love that. That's but like, yeah,
1: it's everybody's fear. It's everybody's fear. But I think if you add the element of being a labor nurse on top of that, yeah. it's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those, but right? instead <laughs> she's getting amniotic fluid all over her house. Seriously.
0: Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Um uh... Okay. I mean, come on, rookie mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I digress. Anyway, this was right around the time when I felt my first contraction. Started timing them and realized I better just get in the shower to see if they would die down. After all, um, I was uh, 36 weeks and not full term. So I needed to be sure that this was labor and not just another bout of Braxton Hicks. I woke my husband to tell him that I was getting in the shower and that I thought my water had broke. So he got up and started gathering things. You know how the husbands yeah. do.
1: All panic. Give him something to yeah.
0: do. <laughs> At this point, my contractions started every three minutes uh, up from about every five. Oh, they once were. We gathered our things slowly around the house, kissed my beloved fur family goodbye. And she loves her fur her babies. Her fur babies. Oh yes. my gosh. They are just they so have precious their own
1: channel. They have their own, own like yeah. social. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They also have like human names, which is yeah. really fun. <laughs> Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. That's not part of our story. So I digress. Okay. Um. Anyway, and by 7am, we started um, our trek to the hospital. On our way, the contractions sped up to every two minutes. And Let I was quick. having back labor to where it oh. felt as if my back was going to rip in half. I arrived at the hospital, got checked in and was in the throes of labor. I requested my epidural upon arriving to my room where the staff attempted to start my IV and get fluids going so I could receive my epidural as soon as possible. Unfortunately, per the nurse curse, uh, which is a superstitious
1: uh, thing. All of us nurses believe in, because let me tell you, if you've been a nurse, You've had a curse You've had of a some curse. sort. Yeah. yeah. see it all the time. Uh, yeah.
0: Anyway, unfortunately, per the nurse curse, anesthesia was in a C-section and of wasn't course. available for me at that time. So I had to wait for my epidural. Oh. I know. That's the worst. Like when you <sighs> have this expectation, you know, going and, in and then you can't. Right. Relieve that pain because it really does feel like somebody's. Right. You
1: know. When you think, okay, I can make it one more hour as yeah. I'm trying to wait for pain relief. Right. And then they're like, actually. No, I'm
0: sorry. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, uh, I know. That's terrible. Um, This is where my
0: midwife, staff, and my husband came in and literally saved my life. Um, I know. I love that. Just having support is yeah. really like super key in getting through such trials. Um, Through every painful contraction came laughing and smiles after and slowly but surely I got through it to receive my glorious epidural. Glorious (laughs) was capitalized. (laughs) (laughs) After the epidural it was about 10 30 so I think and I got to rest before the big event. I had my cervix checked around 11.45 and was completely dilated to 10 centimeters and ready to meet my sweet baby Aspen. The team gathered extra since she was premature, and 30 minutes later, we had a sweet baby girl at 12.19 p.m., 5 pounds, 15 ounces, 19 and a quarter inches long. Although labor is hard, I'd do it 10 times again if it meant meeting my baby at the end and having the amazing support team I did. I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. That's so sweet. I love your story. And 30 minutes of pushing. Seriously. For a a first timer? Yeah. That's so great. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea, for sharing your story. It's amazing. It's a great one.
1: Okay. So I have a birth story from an anonymous um, listener. And um, she says, a labor and delivery experience means so much to women. As an L&D nurse prior to having children, I felt I only really was catching a glimpse of the physical and emotional impact of the big event. Women come in and have their babies with their grandmothers, mothers, aunts, sisters, and a large part of the conversation is, when I had my baby, which is so true. Oh, my god! Because mamas can't shut up about their babies. Seriously. Ever. I know. <laughs> um, anyway, she goes on to say, it is an event nobody forgets. Even the smallest details are burned into their memory. As a labor nurse, I have been trained never to give a family any definite answers regarding their labor and delivery, other than you can do it. That's, oh, that's so good. Word. I, that is like so true. Because every person's experience is different. And until I had my fir- first baby, I didn't realize why it was such a big deal to people. When I was pregnant with my first, I had several friends due around the same time. One of my friends who was due after me delivered on my due date. That was discouraging. It's so discouraging. discouraging. (laughs) One of my friends went super quick without an epidural and I didn't. That was discouraging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, No matter how much we say there is nothing wrong with getting an epidural, there is an unspoken stigma over those women who go all natural, quote unquote, and those who go all natural, quote unquote. A mom who does not get an epidural is put on a slightly higher pedestal they have the wow factor in their birth story. I suppose that could just be my perception. I was annoyed that I didn't have that wow factor. And it was my fault because I didn't prepare myself mentally for that kind of pain. You can't mm-hmm.
0: prepare yourself for your first baby. You cannot. There is no way that you can prepare yourself for the yeah. pain that you are going to endure. It's There's true. just not. I feel like you're a little bit more prepared with subsequent ones when you can, like, yeah wrap your head around, okay, this is coming. And,
1: and I yeah. think being a labor nurse, you might feel that stigma differently. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Based on conversations yeah, that are happening around, around you resistance. all the time. So, yeah. 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 Um, for me, the emotional postpartum recovery was much tougher than my physical recovery. My two subsequent births were more of the beautiful experience, quote unquote. I was hoping for when I had my first, sorry, my two subsequent births were more of the beautiful experience I was hoping for when I had my first, even if they were not all natural physically, they were all very similar births, but emotionally, mentally, I was in a better place. I was able to reflect and come to terms with my reality of the birthing birthing process and how different it really is for each individual. I think that's so important. I agree. Like, the knowledge she is spitting right now just for
0: other people to kind of, you know, be able to reflect on their own experiences or their future experiences.
1: Like I think her message is so important. It's really, really important. And I think um, it just goes to show like how you perceive things to be is how it is. But the people around you kind of mold your opinions and your um, so many people struggle after having pain relieving measures or even struggle with the fact that they have a cesarean versus a vaginal birth. And they, they mourn the loss of what they thought was going to be their wow. Um, but really we all just need to come together and know that our tiny humans, when they arrive, they're special and we birth them no matter which way they came or how, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, you would agree that, when you are going forward with this experience, like kind of going in with no expectations yeah, really is kind of a freeing thing because you don't have, you know, this, and that's easier said than done. Oh, because yeah. I had my very own expectations <laughs> even after being a labor nurse and I'm sitting in Christina's office bawling my eyes out, you know, because I felt like my dreams were being crushed. But yeah, the, the truth is like, um, you know, the ultimate goal is a healthy baby and mama and however you get there. But there is mourning that comes with the loss of your expected birth story. Yeah,
1: or what you quote unquote felt like was your ultimate victory. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm glad you shared. I yeah, think that was super too.
0: special. I think so too. I think it's just a really good message that women need to hear.
1: And women need to lift people up and yeah. not knock them down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so glad. I know. That you shared. That was a great story. And I'm glad that baby number two and number three yeah. were empowering too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Helped to
0: kind of maybe heal some of the Morning that or you know or trauma the trauma from the first Mm -hmm. or however it was perceived for her all right awesome thank you okay all right i got another one here okay so this is a i can tell this is gonna be a really good story is it okay okay um we do have permission. Okay, so this is from Anna. She gave us permission. And okay. she actually looks like she posted this on her very own blog or something. Like <laughs> this is excellent. There's like beautiful photos and this is a really good. Here we go. Yay. I'm just going to jump into it. Okay. This even has a title. It says Baby GHM has arrived. <laughs> By Anna. Okay. A faithful devotees of the Maple and Me blog,
1: oh, might fun. have
0: noticed a long and sustained absence of almost two months on the old blogins. Turns out the last month of pregnancy is hard and really kicks your butt. This would be news to no one except first-time pregnant women who made plans during their last month of pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, so funny. that's so good. I spent the last month of my pregnancy less and less mobile, more and more grouchy, and with every increasingly swollen feet and hands. Oh, yes. The stories I had read about first-time births focused so heavily on not being disappointed when your baby was late past 40 weeks that I had spent most of my time preparing and planning for a baby that might be a few days overdue. That's good to mentally prepare for all the things that can happen. I think like during your pregnancy, if you can like talk yourself into like just being okay with whatever Whatever. happens, it's really, once you get there, it's a little easier to handle. Um, let's see that I spent most of my time preparing and planning for a baby that might be a few days overdue. This did mean, however, that when I went into labor two weeks early, <laughs> yeah. I was
1: unprepared and. okay. And supplies. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> uh,
0: interesting. Just prior to giving birth, I became mildly obsessed with birth stories. Not knowing exactly what to expect led me to search out what other women thought, experienced, and felt. Yeah, in that spirit, I thought I'd share my birth story. Oh, I love it. I love it too. My water broke at midnight on a Friday. I was sleeping and it woke me up. Originally, I thought it might be my mucus plug, but the volume of liquid soon convinced <laughs> me that I was probably going into labor. Oh, funny. I woke up Maple and told him that I thought I might be in labor. At our birthing class at the birth center, they had instructed us to labor at home for as long as we could and to wait for 411. Which are contractions four minutes apart, lasting one minute for over an hour. Before we called the midwives. With that advice in mind, we went back to sleep, and I spent the next three hours and a half, uh, or in a half-awake state, being awakened mildly by contractions and having many stream of conscious uh, thoughts along with uh, along the lines of, I should send out that work email, or we're going to have to reschedule the seed swap. And I wonder if I'm actually in labor all of those days. <laughs> By 3.30 a.m., I couldn't rest through contractions anymore, so I woke Maple back up. We timed a couple of contractions, but we weren't at 4-1-1 yet. She's taking this seriously. Very serious. We decided to watch a movie for a little while, and I chose the cinematic glory of Step Up. Oh, so fun. that My other boyfriend, <laughs> Channing Tatum, could share the labor experience with me. <laughs> I love this. Maple and I packed our go bag, which we hadn't gotten around to yet for because she was expecting to go to 40 plus weeks, right? Yeah. Um, I mean. Yeah. For the birth center in between contractions. Having lost our list from the birth center, we Googled, what do I bring to the hospital when I'm having <laughs> oh, man. baby? I, I love
1: it. I don't want to go down that you know,
0: line. Just so. FYI, people, you don't really need much. Like we literally stock everything you could possibly want.
1: I tell people that like if... You had to leave from my office right now yeah. and go to the hospital with nothing but what you have yeah. on. You're fine. You're fine. It's just you just, just have other... to get a car seat before discharge. Yeah, and the other things are just comfort. Yeah. Comfort items. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. have
0: all this. Th- we have deodorant. We have toothbrushes. We have a disposable razor. underwear. You yeah. Know, everything. I mean, you're good. All the things. Um, let's <laughs> see. The sample list we found helped us remember a hat for our new baby. Win number one for new parents. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. We also have hats though, too. All right. At 4.45 a.m., I called my mom in Juno, who had a plane ticket for April 6th to come for the birth, to tell her that I thought I was in labor. She had me talk through a couple of contractions and informed me that, yes, I was in labor. <laughs> <laughs> Good mama. She, I know, right? Her intuitive. Um, she immediately called my other mom, and through some miracle, they found a flight for that very morning that would have mama arrive in Fairbanks at 11 a.m. Having read so much about 30 hour labors for first time moms, I figured that she would get there in plenty of time for the
1: birth. Oh man, I, know. I feel like she's leading up to something. I do. There's actually
0: part of the story that is cut off. So, oh, it no. says by 6:30 a.m. the contractions were strong enough that I couldn't talk through them and we hit the 411. Oh, okay, but So now we're at the 411. Yeah, there's actually going to be a couple sentences that are cut oh, off. Oh no. Um Let's see. I arrived at the birth center at seven 30 and I asked our midwife Vanessa to check out how dilated I was. She actually delivered my son, caught my son. Oh, nice. Particular midwife. Yeah. I was really, really happy when she told me I was already eight centimeters. Dang. That is awesome. If I had been at two centimeters and in that much pain, I might have just decided that pain medication was a necessary part of my labor experience and gone to the hospital.
1: That's up. That is probably the number one reason yep. for a transfer from
0: the birth yes. center to yep. the hospital. I agree. Pain, Pain management. management. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I yeah. Since the midwives knew I wanted a water birth, they offered me the tub, and I immediately got in and proceeded to labor there for roughly the next three hours. Okay, oh, so nice. now we're at like about ten thirty or so. Birth is a pretty incredible experience. It's incredibly primal in a way that very little in Western society is primal anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. There's shit and vomit and blood and pain, (laughs) and a feeling of surrendering to the to your body that is unique to anything else I have experienced so far in my life. I would agree, one hundred percent. As the contractions become more and more intense, you break apart and lose control. It's an out of body experience. Yeah, it like really is. Yeah. Um, I could hear it in my voice and feel it in the fear I experienced. It wasn't fear of pain, but fear that my body was truly taking over, and mentally I had to surrender to the physical experience trust my body and let go of control. Mm. That is really insightful and empowering, I think. Yeah. To be able to just let go of control and know it's going to be okay. Yeah. I had originally planned to have my mom and my Brita Jasmine in the room, but with the baby being early, it ended up being just me and Maple, and it was absolutely perfect. I couldn't have asked for a better, better birth partner, even though neither of us really knew what to expect. Gently encouraging and incredibly loving maple kept me grounded through contraction after contraction. My focus from 730 on was the white porcelain edge of the tub. Oh, interesting. A purple towel on the edge and maple's arm. I think a lot of women try to find like something to focus on. Right. You know. Yeah, interesting. It's part of his arm. Not the whole arm. Just part of it. Yeah. Yeah. My mom told me when she was in labor with my sister that she was looking at a spot on the wall (laughs) and my dad moved over and got in front of the spot on the wall and she lost her mind. (laughs) Because she couldn't, like, he was like, (laughs) yes, Yes, exactly. That's what (laughs) happened. So I feel that. That's Yeah, that's a thing. Um, Let's see. I was vaguely aware of the midwives coming in hourly to check on me, and I was really, really happy when they stayed because that meant I was getting close to the baby being born. And i and vaguely aware of Maple rubbing my back, but my main focus was on breathing, vocalizing through the pain, and resting in between the pains. The majority of our time in the birth center was just Maple and me, forehead to forehead, breathing together, and I really think that contributed largely to the length of my labor. I know, I love that. At 10:15, our beautiful baby girl was born into the birthing tub. She was seven pounds, 11 ounces and 20 inches long. Perfect size for a baby. The big thing I took away from birth was that while planning and mentally visualizing everything is incredibly valid and important at the end of the day, the baby comes when the baby comes and how the baby comes. I feel lucky that I got my ideal birth scenario, a natural water birth and incredibly beyond fortunate that my labor was only 10 and a half hours yeah. but our baby is beautiful and perfect and has the most adorable eyes that try to focus on me with such trust at the end of the day oh. no matter how she was
1: born that's all that matters that's super Aww. sweet
0: i really love this story
1: thanks anna so um this is actually as you're reading yeah i figured out who it was okay this is actually anna from oh, our anna. first birth adventures tale. Oh. the one was is it, is it yes it's a it Shoot of the baby's head remember yes <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, Anna!
1: So Anna is amazing. Anna, wow! You have
0: some really <laughs> incredible birth stories. Just, like, in she's just insightful so and so insightful, super powerful. Yeah. yeah. No, this is really great. Thank you so
1: much, and thanks for the pictures too. Yeah, That's I know special. I'm looking at
0: the pictures of these. Oh, and your sweet family, you and Maple and your little babe. Very Thank cool. you so Thank much. Thank you so much,
1: Anna. That was a really lovely story. Okay, so our last story today. Is from one of our own, um, Faith. Faith. Miss Faith. And uh, we work with her at the hospital here. Yes. So um, this is the exciting story of the birth of my second child, my spirited middle daughter. I was 41 weeks and the excitement that I had been feeling leading up to birth was gradually turning into a kind of desperation. Right. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> I was working full time in L&D at the hospital which made for some long stressful days. She was also my quietest baby in utero at yeah. least.
0: <laughs> that could be really stressful just in itself.
1: And I remember lying awake at night after a 12 hours shift shaking my belly trying to wake her up and feel her move so i could fall asleep oh that's scary yeah i was struggling with my anxiety due to some other things that were going on in my life and was just so ready to have her safely in my arms on the morning i turned 41 weeks i had an appointment with my ob with my rambunctiousness (laughs) two-year-old rambunctiousness two-year-old in tow at the appointment, my OB gently encouraged me to consider an induction, which I encourage inductions at 41 weeks, yeah. and I highly recommend that by 42 yeah, weeks. Yeah, definitely. Because your placenta only lives for so long. Great. Um, I was apprehensive, but agreed that it was probably best. I left the clinic to drop off my two-year-old and call my husband, annoyed with the whole situation and angry at my body for presumably failing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I yeah. hear that. I feel that. Um, I told him not to worry, just finish work and meet me at the hospital for a long night. I got checked in, got an IV, all the things. I was contracting a little and was a couple centimeters dilated. By the time I got my first dose of misoprostol, which is a medication we use to ripen the cervix. um, It was about 2 p.m. At 4 p.m. my husband arrived. We grabbed some dinner and pulled out a deck of cards to pass the time while I bounced on the yoga ball. I joked that this was our first date night without our two-year-old along, and it was too bad we couldn't squeeze in some sexy time. Yeah. <laughs> in that exact second, I felt an internal pop, <gasps> and instinctively yelled, ah! <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> um, so much for sexy time. Right. I don't curse, and I think I scared him. <laughs> <laughs> I stood up off the yoga ball, and there was amniotic fluid dripping down my legs. I stared at him and said, this is going to hurt, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> no! And he said, yes, but you can do it, and I'll be here every step. Oh, okay. So supportive. Yeah. My water broke at 5 p.m. I got checked in, or I got checked, and I was five centimeters already. Oh, yeah. man. I was it's feeling pretty excited day. since I hadn't had a single painful contraction. Amen.
0: Seriously, let's <laughs> like, yeah, be half done and not felt any of it. Right? Yeah.
1: As soon as my water broke, though, oh yeah, yep. um, it was like someone pushed me off a cliff into yeah. transitional labor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Going from zero oh, to sixty like that—it's so intense. It's
1: got to be so intense. Yeah. Um, I felt like the contractions were tearing my body in half. I barely remember the rest of it. I was on my hands and knees in bed, and all I could do was moan through each contraction and then dry heave in between. Oh, at some points, at some point, my nurse cut. My mesh underwear off, and the labor nurse and me knew that it was because I was making some pushy noises. Mm-hmm. I wondered vaguely if my OB would make it in time, and that at and at that point, I didn't care if Are the freaking janitor. <laughs> at that point, I didn't care if the freaking janitor delivered my baby. I just wanted to be done. Mm-hmm. Then I heard my OB's voice and felt her hand on my back, and she said, "Just listen to your body. She's ready." That's I love
0: that. Yeah. yeah
1: no one checked me but I knew I was ready to I was still on my hands and knees but I sat up a little more vertically and bore down. I felt her head slide through my cervix and into my hips. whoo I
0: know yeah I, I can feel, feel it, it. yeah
1: another couple of pushes and I felt her little body slide down one big stretch and a squeeze and then she whooshed <laughs> right out of me or right out behind me my OB slid her between oh, right, my knees yeah. My OB slid her between my knees to my open hands and I grabbed her purple wet body in my arms as my dear nurse friends cheered around me. Oh, wow. It felt <clears throat> like the messiest, most chaotic and most perfect birthday party. Um, Sweaty faced and shaking. I asked my husband what time it was expecting it to be the middle of the night. Nope. She was born at 6 30 PM. Oh my oh, gosh. That was, that was exactly fantastic. one and a half hours after my water broke. I the ride she must have been on, Seriously. I have jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I had begun the whole process so frustrated with my myself and my body, and here I was, just a few hours later, feeling so at peace while I snuggled my little baby girl to sleep. Tears to empowering birth adventures. Aww. Thank you so much, Faith, Thanks. that's great. Thanks,
0: Faith, what a great story. I get
1: really choked up during these I because know. people say these tiny little yeah. snippets of just this like yeah. super important things for people to hear and yeah. it's just a few words yeah. but it's they're so, so special meaningful. yeah yeah anyway yeah. i i get all choked up i know I every time love...
0: christina's over here bawling.
1: <laughs> and i sometimes i have to take a pause because yeah. i can't speak yeah. oh man but
0: they're so i i just yeah they're so empowering they're so special they're and
1: so i'm special. just really i feel really privileged and blessed that
0: people want to share their, are stories.
1: Sharing their stories yeah. Anyway,
0: Aww. okay. Now she's really crying, y'all. Oh, now she's really <laughs> crying. She went from just being choked up to full-blown tears.
1: All right. So send us more stories so we can make the We need cry. all the stories. Yeah, make me cry. I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You just have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. Um, So we need all of your stories. We need all of your things. Um all of your things. Whatever you want to share with us is awesome because someone out there has the desire to hear yeah. what you have you've experienced yeah. and it doesn't have to be a birth adventure. It can be a vagina mishap or a what the fuzz. Yeah. Which I feel like we all have what the fuzz moments and we just need to share them. I agree. Um, so if you are so inclined to do this, yes. um, we want you to go to wwwbaos 411com And there you can type in um, or like submit any story that you have. And remember you can be anonymous. You don't have to share who you are. You can ask us any question or also give us topic ideas that you want us to discuss Um, and um, make sure that you hit us up on Instagram at the OS411 or on Facebook at the aftermath of sex. And the best way to support us is to review what we're doing um, and hit like, subscribe, and share with all of your wonderful, amazing friends, because they're probably just as wonderful as you. And we welcome any feedback you have. We're doing this for you guys. And so
0: anything that you have that's like, oh, that's really terrible, or that's really great. So we can just tailor, you know, what yeah. we're doing to what it is that you guys want to hear.
1: We really want to cater to you. I mean, we're doing this because we love. All, we love all these things. All these things. things, like all these things. I but, hope that
0: comes through in our episodes. or <laughs> excitement about, you know, crazy stuff. Yeah,
1: we also know that we're also a weird bunch. We are of individuals. So we are. So what we think is really exciting might not be for you, or what we haven't thought about yet might also, um, something you want to hear. Yeah. And something that we get into. So let us know. Yeah. Okay. Well, we hope you feel enlightened today and empowered and empowered. Yeah. Bye.
0: Bye.